G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. It might be a surprise, but as many as one and a half million seafarers are at sea at any one time. Many come from countries where there is little authentic Christian witness. The number is so big of seafarers, they're considered an unreached people group because of their isolation during their time at sea. Pastor Tay Un Hui is the principal chaplain for the Mission to Seafarers. Most people call him Pastor Tay, but Pastor Tay, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil, for having me. Tay, let's talk about cruising for a few moments. The government's just given the green light for cruisers to get underway once again, and I guess our minds can then go to uh, the seafarers. Who qualifies to be a seafarer? Seafarers are those who need to go through some basic training back in their own home country, and depending on whether you join the whether you whether you join the crew. Uh, the the vessel as a crew or as officers. If you are joining as an officer, you have to go through about two years of training in a college and at the same time, you need to have sea time as well. So it's the sort of people we think of meeting on a cruise ship, but it's also all of those who are behind the scenes. And then there are all sorts of commercial ships that are doing uh, trade and uh, bulk haulage, uh, those sorts of things, uh, they'd also be part of the seafaring industry. Yes. Uh, cruise vessel is part of the industries. Then we have container vessels. We have gas and oil tanker, chemical tanker, and not neglecting that another group are those fishermen on the trawler as well. We do consider them as seafarers. Okay, and seafarers, typically isolated for often a long, long time, months, even years at a time, and COVID hasn't made things any easier, Tay. Yes. In fact, COVID, COVID has actually devastated the seafarers' life in the sense that never have they envisage that they will be in such long lockdown for the normal contract is between six to nine months. Then they will sign off, they go home, then they have an, a crew change. But due to COVID-19, international borders were, were, were locked down uh, and that were closed. And then we have flights, international flights were all grounded. Due to that, they can they they can't have a crew change because the crew that are supposed to come on board to replace them could not fly out of their home country, and due to that, their contracts were extended from nine months to twelve, eighteen, or some to twenty-four months. And we have the privilege or 
the ability to, as chaplains, to go and visit them, to help them to buy things and deliver it at the gangway and hand it over to them. And when we meet them at the gangway, they will tell us that they are in prison. And that is the kind of condition that they look upon themselves. So a lot of seafarers, they feel they're imprisoned on the ship that they work on. And and I know that even many shipping companies and captains had been hesitant to grant shore leave. So crew members relying on the good work that you do as a chaplain to even be a connection for essential needs they might have when they're into a port. Yes, that's right. Pre-COVID time, they're allowed to get off. They have short leave. Our buses will pick them up at the port terminal. We bring them to the city. We bring them to our mission centre. They have the freedom to move around, to visit places, to do shopping. But due to COVID-19 lockdown, they are confined to on board the vessel. And they send us a list of items for us to do shopping on their behalf. So we have been going around for the last two years to help them to do shopping, literally so many things from electronics, video, mobile phone, Bluetooth speakers, Bluetooth earphone, to food like Krispy Kreme, McDonald's or burgers, KFCs, pizza, kebabs and clothing and many other things. It's like you are the connection to civilization. If you're isolated and in a jail on a ship, uh, that can't be a pleasant experience. And people who are serving and working the way that they do on these ships, uh, often from developing nations and sometimes more vulnerable to exploitation by unscrupulous ship owners uh, because of competition at sea uh, easily get the sack uh, lose your job so there must be all sorts of uh, obligation to toe the line and do what you're told oh yes very much so because 65 percent to 70 percent of seafarers are from asia and the country that contributed the most seafarers are the philip is the philippines the philippines uh, contributed about 35 to 40% of the workforce uh, in the seafarers uh, community. So, yes, many of them felt that uh, that they are afraid to speak out even when they are in difficult situations and uh, because they want the job, they want to they want to feed the family because most of them are the only breadwinner not only for the family, but also extend the families as well. So, Pastor Tay, as many as 10,000 seafarers uh, come to Sydney, and that's where you're based, and you've got chaplains, sometimes, as uh, you say, the only lifeline, the only connection that these seafarers have with someone who's on shore, and the opportunity to share the gospel is huge. Oh, it's tremendous. We the we take the opportunity because we are rolling out vaccination for the crew. They come in, they request for vaccination, whether it's the first uh, vaccine or second or even a booster. When they come to the port, we roll out the vaccination with the uh, New South Wales Health Registered Nurse. And um, 
So while we they while after taking that vaccination, the vaccine, they need to rest for about fifteen minutes before they can go back to the vessel. So we have opportunity to be there to share the gospel. We give them gospel tracts, we give them Gideon Pocket New Testament, and we share the gospel with them. And when they make their commitments, we uh, will do the follow-up as well. In so, past past times, you've found things have been more difficult sharing the gospel with seafarers, but you're identifying that things have changed dramatically just this past couple of years. Yes, especially during this COVID lockdown. Somehow the Lord opened their hearts to the gospel. We were able to share with them and they have been very, very receptive to the gospel. You're keeping some statistics about how people have responded. You're helping them out with uh, Gideon's Pocket New Testament Bible and, uh, as you say, gospel tracts, uh, booklets and things like that. But uh, the opportunity there to uh, connect with Jesus in a special way, and that's happening more substantially week by week. Oh, yes. As I said, uh, during the vaccination rollout, while they're waiting, we have opportunity to interact, to share with them. So since beginning of the year, January to April, we have led 134 seafarers to the Lord. And last year, we led 26 of them to the Lord. So in total, we have led 160 seafarers to the Lord within a year. And we are looking forward to lead more seafarers to commit their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, 134 just in this past year, and that's a five-fold increase on the previous year. And you put that down to uh, COVID has created more hardship for seafarers. They're open to the gospel, and your chaplains have been actively sharing the gospel and leading men and women, no doubt, to Christ. Uh, Significant things happening there. Yes, it's true. And God works in amazing ways and open the doors of opportunities for us to share the gospel. Pastor Tay, how can listeners to our conversation today connect with the good work that you do with Mission to Seafarers? They can visit our website, www.missiontoseafarers.org.au or they can visit our Facebook as well, Mission to Seafarers-Sydney. They can write to us, inquiries at missiontoseafarers.org.au and um, we have most of the, up, the latest news or our newsletters are up there and they are most welcome to write to us if they need more information and uh, we welcome their feedbacks, we welcome their inquiries, and particularly we cover their prayers for the seafarers out there and their families, as well as for us in the mission, the chaplains, that we will continue to have that burden to share the gospel and to love them and care for them and to show compassion towards them.
And wonderful to hear your accent and uh, your Malaysian by birth. There must be yes. tremendous opportunities for people who might be listening to our conversation today, multilingual, understanding the cultures around the world, who could get involved in a activity like chaplaincy uh, for seafarers. Uh, people can connect with you too on those websites? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, they can connect with us, write to us, they can call us, because this ministry is multicultural, multi-religious, multilingual. And uh, I, as you mentioned, that I come from Malaysia. Malaysia is a multi-religious, multicultural, multilingual country. And as for me, heading as the principal chaplain here in Sydney, give us great opportunity when I meet up with the seafarers, I was able to use their own language of mother tongue to communicate with them. And that brings them such joy and kinship that they look at us or look at me as one of, one of them. And we can connect almost instantaneously. One more last thing to mention. Uh, you were at a garden party recently with Her Royal Highness the Princess Royal, Princess Anne, on her visit. Uh, you were invited to be a part of that reception. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was very exciting. She was here for the Royal Easter show, to open the Royal Easter show, as well as the, the uh, Botanic uh, Society, which she is the president. And she is also the president of the Mission to Seafarers International. And it was timely that Garden Party that she or the Governor General invited us to be there. And we have the opportunity to meet with Princess Anne and to share a little of what we have been doing over the last two years of COVID-19. Well, Pastor Tay, what an honour it is talking to you and hearing your story, hearing about the ministry that you're involved in. Pastor Tay Unhui is the principal chaplain for the Mission to Seafarers. And for listeners who want to connect today, uh, it's a sort of specialised mission, but 10,000 seafarers arriving just at the Sydney port alone. There must be many more around Australia and perhaps there's opportunities to connect at different ports around Australia too. But here's that website once again, missiontoseafarers.org.au, missiontoseafarers.org.au. You can also follow the Mission to Seafarers on Facebook. Pastor Tay, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil for having me on board and thank you for the opportunity and it is a privilege and honour to be able to share the ministry of the Mission to Seafarers with your listeners in Australia. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.